wait is over. Over. Tell everyone you know, this is the key to your weekend. You're listening to Three Grams and a Mic podcast live from Australia. A new perspective on professional sports with your hosts, Cal, Axel, and Cotto. Click, listen, and enjoy. Good afternoon. This is Three Grams and a Mic. This is Graham Cotton. I'm here with Graham Kelly and Graham Fowler. Gay boys. Hello, Cal. How are you? It's very well. I'm bloody cranky. You both started me off on Carlton already. <laughs> nice fun. Nice lead in. Yeah, yeah, it's about 30 degrees outside, so yeah. summer's on its way. It and the uh, football season's over, the cricket's on its way, I hope. Yeah. Ashes are still in doubt. No, no. England's no, they're on. on. They're on. They're on. They've confirmed that. Yep. Oh, there you go. England Cricket Board said, yep, they're good to go. They just need to confirm whether the partners can come for Christmas. Well, the, that was the plan. Well, blow me down. <laughs> blow me down, actually. You've done some research. I heard that the one. <laughs> I have the right radio station on. Talking about partners, and I know we're going to talk about the NRL grand final um, later, but did you notice? I reckon Cody Walker would have been spewing because he'd done all he could to get the dumbest thing on grand final night award. The intercept pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets topped at the end by Brian Todd. Yes. <laughs> Who goes and does something even dumber? The lap dance. No. Oh. The proposal. Oh, that was oh. tough. <laughs> why, would you, why would you want to associate your marriage with the happiest moment of your life? In the change room, too. No, he proposed on the change room. No, proposed on the field. I know those penalty players play up, but he didn't have his thoughts in the change room. He proposed on the ground. He lap danced in the change room afterwards. Straight afterwards. I'm just glad the lap dance was with his partner. You wouldn't know what happened. Oh, I was going to say, I would have thought that uh, Jerome Luai would have had a good chance. Yeah. Of that dance. Uh, oh, what did you think of the grand final, boys? That's first on the list, isn't it, Connor? Yeah. I actually, uh, I really enjoyed the game. I, I felt it was a, a good, you know, it was fast, it was hard. Um, there wasn't as many um, six against, there wasn't as many penalties. It seemed to flow a lot. Yeah, the eye shots got that go. Not it, many it, of those. Isn't innocuous ones, though? Like, Unintentional ones. Yeah, probably the ones that you hope in future will let go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I, I've been one to, uh, well, get off on Kel getting upset about the game. You're getting <laughs> off on Kel? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you just said? He has loved it. I've loved it. I've absolutely loved it. You can tell when he's got insomnia. Stir the pot. A text will come through at 2 o'clock in the morning saying, oh, I reckon they're going to change the rule to this or... It'll be better like that. The worst thing is you're replying at that time. Like, you're still up. Oh, he's he's yeah, wide awake. I'm plotting, plotting my downfall. Like coup on Bit of downfall, yeah. I'll tell you what, it was it was close at half time. South did well to be as close as they mm. were at half time. Yeah. Penrith were all over them, to be honest, in the first half. There's a real sense of desperation from both teams. You know, the Souths, who were all, you know, a number of them were going to leave the club, and then Penrith, who were desperate to win after losing last year. And you could really sense it and feel it and see it, and that was that's what was pretty good about the game. Souths were a real chance at half time, I thought. But being only down by two points, I thought, hey, there's an upset on the cards here because they mm, defended so I said well. the same, yeah. But I'd say all that defence probably won. Yeah. Yeah. I, I reckon Reynolds kicks that goal, which he does nine, nine times out of ten. He kicks that goal, they win. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. He probably would have kicked a field goal or something like that afterwards. I yeah. reckon. I reckon you would think that they 
Oh, I did. I told you that. Yeah, yeah if that yeah. tied it up, my head would have popped. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been the end. It was a, a you know the pod, last week's podcast. I pretty much said, you know, the script's perfect for Adam, Adam Reynolds, right? Yeah. You know, he could win this thing, a field yeah. goal or something like that, and turn the whole thing. And he had his chance. And he missed it. Well, he had his chance twice. Glory twice. Yeah. If, if, they, um, if he kicks that conversion, I reckon they're coming from. They would have won. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And if you look back, they they lost it because of an intercept inset pass. Well, yeah. If there was, and um, this yeah, not, yeah. normally I'd take I'll the bag for Katie Walker. It was he a was pass. Great. Yeah, he was good. And it was a pass. You know, Joey Johns threw one to Fittler in the 2003. All the great players have done that. The bigger mm. one, I thought, that was a, probably a bigger brain fade from Walker because if that pass hits, they're in. It was a little dribble to himself yes. that was not on the last play with five. And the attacking end. Yeah. 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 That, that one. And then there was a pass that went out of bounds. He said it was touched and all that. Yeah. There was a number of moments, three or four, really, that... Cody Walker was, you can see, was probably trying too hard. Yeah. Mm. And, um, you know, but look, that try score was amazing. And if you think, you put him and Cleary together, there, there's not much between them that game. No. Uh, Cleary missed him in a tackle, so you can sort of equal that up with the forward part, uh, through the intercept pass. Yeah. So, um, if Mitchell played, sounds good. Yeah. Probably do, don't they? Well, he gives some butts, but yeah, right, they'd go close. I, I don't think Walker's trying to throw a cutout pass that gets intercepted. And I Taff, you know, to, to Mitchell, he's going to barrel three yeah. blokes. And Taff wasn't Latrell Mitchell and coming out of his own yeah. line, was he? He was going backwards more than going yeah. forwards. Although he tried. Yeah. Penrith, yeah. The Penrith deserved to win this day, too, one or the other. I think they were probably the best team all year, apart from last month, I would have thought. Mm. The last month of the home away season. Still, still my nine on, on the yeah. trial. I think Penrith were the best team early, and Melbourne were the best late. Yeah. And with Souths, Souths were the other. But I, you know, after all what I've said this year, Kel, you'd like to hear this. I think there's two rules that have to change. Coming out of the every team out of their own um, defensive end, so the first you know 20 metres or so, any team that jumps offside, it's not six again. It's a penalty. Yeah. In fact, I'd get rid of the six again rule. There you go. Oh, goodness. Yeah. yeah, you've got contacts in high places too. It could be happening. It could be, it could be, be hell of all tomorrow. But honestly, so yeah. the second rule you're going to change? Is no, no, the six again rule. Yeah, so you change six again. Well, let me guess the second one. You're going no, to the first one was the offside rule, enforcing because they're just jumping offside all day long. But that's a, that's, a six, well, that's one of the six again rules. No, well, six well six again rule is one thing, but the offside being enforced is another. Okay, agreed. So that, then you need the two refs for that to happen. Potentially. Because you can't you can't be looking at the ruck. So how are they going to do that, Kel? I think they're going to get rid of the. I really believe they're going to get rid of the bunker and put another ref on the field. Mm -hmm. Saves money at one end. But but they had both before. I mean, seriously, for the money the game's generating, you're talking about how many more refs? Oh, eight a game, eight eight a week, isn't it? Yeah. And we're going to be back. Oh, that's your first one. We're back to full crowds. The refs can back up because yeah, what, especially I, on a I, Thursday or Sunday. I'll have a main ref and then your secondary ref. Yeah. So if you can do a, a main, development type main, types main job and uh, secondary, so maybe you don't need another eight; you need another four. Or so when those those rules were brought in around the refs about not having two refs come back with one 
Well, there's two reasons they gave. One was costs, and the other one was uh, fan uh, fan engagement or fan. Okay, so with the second one with fan engagement, they wanted to make sure you engage the fans if they wouldn't think about it. Yeah. And if we've seen these surveys before, though. Yeah. And and if the now the money's not an issue because the crowds are packed, then there's no reason. That's not an excuse. The the other argument was the consistency of the calling of the game. If you've got one ref, theoretically, you've got consistency. That's, yeah, yeah, that that, that's that's a valid point. I mean, there was a there was a there was a bit of confusion at times too. Yeah, so that that's where I'd go to a very clearly defined hierarchy between the. Two so the six again rule clarified that, did it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Made a lot so of I, I'd go to a, like a, a senior ref. Here's your scope. Junior ref and the, the junior ref in a game. Just the maybe, maybe Just a senior the ref. ref who's done a first thing. You know, a senior. Oh, that's, that's heaps of them. Yeah. Heaps of them coming but yeah, it's it's like just a rap or even just the defensive line. Maybe that. Tell me, what does the bloke in the bunker do for ninety percent of the game? Smoke pipe. Well, why <laughs> smoke pipe. Why can't yeah, he? He must, he must drink at the same I time. I said pipe, but you say yeah. pipe. Well, I figured they had to be pipe because you couldn't be that diluted. <laughs> why can't he do the defensive? Uh, that's what I don't know. But you haven't got the angle. That's why you can't rule on stuff. What about yeah, what they do? On the, oh, I think we're going around in circles. Didn't we talk about this right at the start of the season? Why, why not have a line like they have in the uh, NFL? Grid on. Have the grid. That's what I mean. Mm. Like, he, he can officiate on that, surely, and say, have the mouthpiece here with the bloody... Offside. Yeah, he's offside. Ten's mate. offside. Exactly. Come on. Yeah. They give too he's many sitting warnings, up there anyway. in the bloody bunker doing nothing for most of the game. Or don't introduce another ref. Introduce another touchy. Someone's going to get the pies and press strikes, is and they just, just run, run with the line, offside, offside. Go going full circle, get another linesman. Yep. One and of each. Bunker bloke can do it. Yeah, you only need, you only yeah, need one locksman. Yeah, because they, yeah, they, they, they swap sides with the defensive. Yeah, well, they've got to do something about the bloody 50 nil score ones. Yeah. That's just crap. The people love. Oh, yes, that's that. The Penrith. The last three Penrith games, people love. Because you're tight game. Yeah. 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 So 14-12 was the grand final, right? Yeah. During the season, the games uh, were averaging 45.8 points. Mm-hmm. In the finals, only 36.7. Yeah. So a 10-point difference. The, which they, did they change the rules? Didn't change the rules. Officiate them differently? Yeah, they took the peas out of the whistle. Or was it because there was the top sides playing... You're I think there's a level of yeah, be, they're better players, better standards. Remember, there were a couple of finals blowouts that really weren't reflective of finals games. There was nine games, but it wasn't many. Roosters against Manly was a blowout, which would have pushed that average to the South, South, South Manly was uh, was a blowout as well. Bit, yeah. um, Nothing like you've seen there. Two, I mean the, the Chooks and the Chooks, even the Chooks Titans game was. 
I didn't see any difference in the game, the way, the way that was played, the way it was played last year, is my theory on why there's no six again that are needed anymore. There's no advantage of it. They don't need last it. Year. Yeah, when you... Oh, those are Roosters the year before. The year, no, yeah, that's right. You go, no, you go back and look <laughs> at the Roosters-Canberra final, mm-hmm. which was... What do you know? 14 eight. Very similar scoreline. Mm. Very similar game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's no great, difference. A couple of great attacking or fantastic attacking try at the end. A couple of moments that are questionable. Yeah. One big one. Yeah, all that. So I, I truly didn't see any no. difference between the game over three years now. And so they can just play that real up. Yeah. It's under discussion. One more rule they need to have. Peter Fellini's told me last week. If Wayne Pierce suggests a rule change, I'm not allowed to do it. Did he suggest the six again? No, there's discussion about getting him off the board. The clubs are pushing for it. Yeah. Oh, no, off the board, the commission. Okay. Sorry, the commission. I loved him as a player, but I haven't. I don't respect him as an administrator. Really? So, another news, guys. What was, I, the, what was the world he put forward? Where it was um, to do with. All Roosters Junior should go. No, uh, if the ball was kicked out. There was, he put, they put it forward and they got squashed. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember that. No. Um, football or soccer news. Did you hear during the week that they're proposing the World Cup to be played every two years? Yeah, they're not going to do it. Money grab. Yeah, UK aren't very happy with all the Euros. No, well, would you be? Mm. Yeah. Asian Cup, Cup yeah. of America, that's... So it's, a, it's a obviously trying to get... Again, you know, so you talk about other clubs and European clubs chasing money. There. Is this is this a political stoush going on? Who, who makes the money out of FIFA? Yeah, why, why do FIFA need money? Good question. Same reason the Olympics need got money. The president's pockets that they um, other news, US judge recommended Cristiano Ronaldo rape case be dismissed. Wow. Yeah, it just, it just come through. Manchester United's court? <laughs> Maybe. How long ago was that? That was, that long was long nearly three years ago. Saudi Arabian, cons- uh, Arabian Consortium has um, taken over Newcastle United in the yeah. UK. Uh, they um, agreed to during the week. And the fans. clubs to maintain control, so it doesn't go through. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> For now, anyway. The money controls. Yeah, probably could probably need a bit of a cash injection up there, don't they? Yeah, they do. The fans are up in arms over it, don't they? Yeah. The, the consortium's got a fair bit of blood on its hands. Could that consortium be linked between to the Panama, Panama Papers? The Surely Pan- across that. Pandora Papers. Is it Pandora or Panama? The, no, the ones they just released. Yeah, yeah. No, Pandora. Oh, okay. What's uh, the message that you said Panama? No, Pandora no. Papers, yeah, where allegedly box. all these politicians and drug dealers and all this you know, drug you know, kings of the world squander their money away and these uh, you have all these companies that are experts at it, and there's one Australian. Yeah. So maybe that's where they're putting their money. Yeah. With soccer clubs. Cayman Islands and yeah, offshore tax I'm sure you guys would, you'd know about this stuff. Those being accountants. Squirreling money away. Axel's got the money to Yeah, tax havens. <laughs> well, your tax havens in um, the whole street, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, he hasn't found it yet. It's in that house somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's in that house somewhere. Oh, look, maybe I'll find it when I try and chase the bees out of the wall when I get home. <laughs> I'm 
sure you won't hurt me, Kerry, for sure. Um, what about top jockey in the UK? Um, uh, Austin Murphy failed an alcohol test um, after riding these races <laughs> and has been stood down. Which, which part of the UK was it? <laughs> Ireland or Scotland? <laughs> you can just imagine it. Um, was he a top jockey? Yeah, he, he was the he, top. He was he the was, top. Yeah. So, did he win the race? Oh, it's a whole day. So it's obviously sure. his secret to success. Yeah, it might be how he stays calm. after each <laughs> win. He flasked with the back pocket. He actually owned up to it, which was interesting. Boxing news, um, Tyson Fury and Dante Wilder fight tonight in Nevada, or maybe tomorrow morning. Um, the winner could fight for the unification bout. In the heavyweight unification bout against um, Yusef. So the IBF, WBA, WBA champion at the moment, and this other fight will combine. So there you go. Who wins? Jim Su King and the the Blonde Bomber, they call it, don't they? Blonde Bomber? Is the other fight, yeah. What? Wilder is. Is he? The Blonde Bomber? That's what they call him. Yeah, no, the Gypsy King. Joe Louis, the brown bomber. <laughs> what was there when it was? There's a brown bomber here. Oh, oh, was it Gladiator? The brown bomber used to be the ticket man. Oh, yeah, the parking ticket man. No one likes brown bomber. No, they're not famous. Well, they're famous for the wrong reasons. Yeah, exactly. They're not famous. Dave, Dave, somebody. His brother played the king. Tim Morrison, Daniel Morrison, it was. Mm-hmm. He used to pull up at uni in the, the non parking zone because <laughs> you had to walk, even if you're joking, you didn't park in that all the while. He used to, just to pull up, stick a ticket under his, <laughs> under his windshield wiper. So when the oh, so parking like officer got gone, he's gone, ah, oh, he's already been pulled. A <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, good one. <laughs> parked his entire uni career in the no parking zone. <laughs> he's smart fellow, he'd be yeah. running a bank somewhere now. <laughs> Uh, Andy Murray is, um, do you hear he's back in the good books from tennis? Is yes. he still playing tennis? Yeah. He is. Okay. He so he old? played uh, recently in the, um, what was it, Indian Wells in California. Anyway, he, he nearly got killed, I'll tell you why. He lost his, his playing or his shoes, right? They left under his car as he's getting ready to go into the, the event. And uh, what he used to do is tie his wedding ring to those shoes, oh, yeah, to the shoelaces, and they went missing. Uh, anyway, he couldn't get a few bloody uses, but they found it. So, anyway, crisis averted. Hey, on, on tenants, we know all the, we all know what Danger Dan's done in Victoria with um, you can't you can't go to work if you're not vaccinated. Mm. You can work from home if you can, but otherwise, you're not allowed to attend the workplace. Full stop. Be like Gladys, he's brought him in. That's a state. No, no, no. That's a statewide rule. Isn't you, it? you can come to work if it's not reasonably practical to work from home. So our welders, for argument's sake, can't weld from home. So they can come to work unvaccinated. What? Yeah. 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 If it's not reasonably practical, practicable, that's a hard yeah. one. <laughs> so hang on a minute. So you don't have to be vaccinated to come to work. If you can work from home, wilds. you have to work from home. Right. So we've got some. some but say so gymnastics coaches in our club don't have to be vaccinated. You're saying. Potentially, if they can't, um, well, you can't teach provided there's no other restrictions like on indoor swimming pools and that, there is. And so there is. Yeah, well, if, if, yeah, if there are other restrictions, that might be what's knocking me out. Yeah. But in Victoria, 
Roman, if you can, if you can have a command, bad luck. But is that kicking thing? Is it in, or is it, it only a few weeks away? There are a few weeks in mind. Might be, might be a couple of weeks. So this is called the nudge theory, right? So they want to get from 70 to 80 or yeah. 90%. And the only way they can get those, the laggards, if you like, the only way they get them is hurt them in the hip pocket. Yep. Stop them from working. But what made me bring that up? What are they going to do about Novak? Well, they've already said he's dead. Oh, he's, a, not he's pro choice, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. They've already yeah. said yeah. We, we I didn't talk about it last week. We talked about yeah. it last week. Yeah. They're saying that. Sorry, you had a moment, I'm sure. I don't remember us. talking about the four, but anyway, we'll go with it. <laughs> no, that, we didn't talk about the four, yeah. but Novak was one, but then there's, there there's Medvedev, or there was yeah, okay. well, Zarev. Let me tell you about Zarev during the week also. So he's being investigated by the ATP for domestic yeah. abuse allegations. Yeah. And he's going to be in a bit of trouble anyway. Domestic abuse. Mm. So he's, a, he's notoriously had multiple very attractive model girlfriends. Yeah, so maybe one of them. I'm not sure who. I didn't really think that, <laughs> go into it that deeply. It's bad enough as it is. Um, NFL yeah, news. Yeah, that's until proven guilty though. Correct. Not necessarily. Um, super sad. NFL, Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. Did you hear about him during the week? He's <laughs> 57 year old. Urban Meyer is his name. Someone say... If anyone could take the Titanic that was the Jacksonville Jaguars and sink them even lower, this guy's done it. <laughs> so during the week, Axel, he was um, partying it on and some young bird was, um, well, let's just say dancing provocatively in his lap. No, I feel sorry for the poor bloke. He's under heat of pressure. Well, it's a bloody Having a young lady dance provocatively in, in his lap and you feel sorry for him? Yeah, I'm the, wishing on him. Who was the bloke that had the bloody phone for the... Assistant coach, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All that he was getting is just a bit of stress relief, and now he's in this shit with the missus. Yeah, well, the missus ain't too happy. Lucky, lucky, so. lucky he had jeans on, not tracksuit pants. Like a giveaway. Lucky he had pants on. <laughs> so the club's come out and said he needs to regain ours, the players, and his family's trust. No, shit, shit, like it was, but he didn't it was do a, anything. It was a bar full of people. He it was, was just sitting there. Well, he didn't stop her. Well, he didn't oh, stop her, but he wasn't. <laughs> See the rest of the video. There was no stuff. cash handed over. It wasn't. In a, <laughs> wasn't a room out the back. It was. Apologies to all the people who were some nightclub dance floors. Apologies to all the women. Yeah. He wasn't doing anything. Was she? Well, I'm sure they'd have a different view. That's crap. She was doing all the work. Exactly. <laughs> and I wanted his view. Yeah. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> NBA news: Andrew Wiggins from Golden State. So he's he's got a lap dance. No, no, we're moving on from that now. <laughs> so he said, Kel, we have to? he said, Kel, <laughs> during the week that he did some. Um, sorry, let me just say <laughs> It wasn't something I wanted to get off the lap dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it he's, said he's it wasn't something. He put off Hang on a minute. Tonight. Be quiet. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins from the Golden State Warriors come out. NBA had said it wasn't something I wanted to do, but kind of forced to do. So he did like the coach. Exactly, it was <laughs> forced into it, wasn't it? Um, and he, uh, so he applied for a religious exemption from having to take. Good job. Yeah. Having to take was, that, yeah, 
vaccinated yet. And he was rejected. So 95% of the league is vaxxed. And he was one of the 5% that weren't. And the number of states have rules over in America where you can't travel without it. So the club had come out and said, if you don't, you're going to be... What religion is it? Does it say what religion is, no. is against the vaccination? Because I haven't heard that one. Is it... Is it a well, there's, so I know, we've, we've, we've like, got one in one yeah. of our sites uh, okay. that it's, I, I couldn't tell you what religion is. Yeah, right. Well, I know um, Jehovah's Witnesses don't like putting stuff, well, they won't have blood transplants. Yeah, so yeah, they'd right. be one, for sure. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Also, in the, uh, I should have mentioned this earlier, in the NFL news, um, there's a Cowboy, uh, Dallas Cowboys player, Lael Collins, he's been accused of bribing a drug testing official, and he's been suspended for five games for violating the Substance abuse but they policy. reckon that's more common than um, yeah, so that's that be worth a try. They reckon it is. <laughs> be worth a try. They reckon it is. That uh, there's like uh, like you have carpooling, they have urine pooling. <laughs> if you had something in your system and you wanted to keep your contract, you'd yeah. be trying to do it. There was a bit of bribing. Well, well, hey, hey, kissing wasn't that with um, Willie Rioli? Who, um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's due to come back this year, isn't he? After his suspension? Yeah. Wouldn't that be interesting? Talking about drug testing. Can we talk about the NRL? Because that's, the next that, that's exactly what I was going to talk about. You've got those gooses in um, Munster, Munster, Smith, Smith and Lewis. Lewis. And you might as well throw in. Who followed Walsh. But what about Manu Vadavai mm. coming out and going, Do you guys think you guys are gooses? I can outdo you any day. So, New Zealand, that, former New Zealand warrior, 35, Manu Vada. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely player. legend. He was good behind Yeah. Him. Top try scorer, like a Jono Lomu type, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, like a modern yeah. day. Played 28 games for New Zealand, I think. Oh, sounds like a good number to pick up. Yeah. So, what was he doing when he was importing methamphetamine? Yeah. 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 So, you know what they. He's only been finished for. Well, not very long. He probably played in the UK, did he? Probably. Yeah. So, you know what he faces? Probably life. It is life in New Zealand. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. What about, do you think the NRL sanctions for the. Melbourne Storm players was enough, Kel. So Munster no. got 100k suspended Joke. fine, Joke. rehab, and a 12 month ban from alcohol, Joke. and a one game, one game suspension. How yeah, do they Joke. police the 12 month ban on alcohol? Well, that's, that's, that's a club. That's a club. Munster will police itself because as soon as you get pissed, you'll post it on Instagram. Smith only got 15k in one game, and Lewis, who's probably on a much smaller contract, got four in one game. So why is Munster so big? Yeah, he's on a million dollars. Probably on a million dollars. Yeah, so they, they did say they, they, the fines were relative to contracts. Mm. Why did Reese Walsh get two weeks? That's what I don't understand. There, there's a couple of... And for them to say... Again, they said, oh, we took into account that they'd been in a bubble, they'd been away from their support groups and... Yeah, bullshit. Mm. Basically, um, Walsh would have been the same. Yeah, they're all the same. They're all been the same bubble. So, like I said last week, where Mitchell got bloody eight weeks or whatever it was, hundred grand mm. for what Mitchell he is, yeah. yeah, for what he did, and he yeah. had to I mean, different. I mean, in all fairness, different management and all that sort of stuff. So you could take that. Agreed, but even Walsh two weeks. These guys. It's not the first time Munster's been in strife either. No, no. These guys, one week, makes no sense. Yeah. Or, do you reckon any of it's got to do with the fact that Walsh's 
stood up and said, yes, it's it cocaine, I'm sorry. And they're saying, oh, we, we, we don't know what the white powder was. Why didn't they test it? It's actually illegal to have drugs. Can you test the cocaine? Yeah. The, yeah, but the players are test, test that. Test the source. That, that's, they had the stuff there. That's why they want follicle testing. Mm. Because it sits in your hair longer than it sits in the body, as I understand it. So that video comes out two days after. Mm. No point in testing them. Yeah, maybe. Everyone knows what it was on the table. Yeah. So Reese Walsh gets two weeks for telling the truth. These blokes get a week for... Well, if it's lying. not cocaine, they wouldn't be suspended. No, because it, if, if it, it looks like cocaine, it's still bringing the game into disrepute. Yeah. It's not a drug suspension, it's a disrepute suspension. Mm. How many weeks the Daddy about she at the same party? No, but she was with, she's been here in America to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> for the lap dance or the coke? <laughs> Paul Kent uh, made an apology during the week, apparently, Kim. I believe so. With the research I was on, five minutes before, <laughs> <coming> <laughs> forward. Uh, what about Liz Cambridge? What happened with her? Oh, yeah. Um, they're looking at, they've conducted the basketball Australia with Nigerian players, Australian players now. They're looking for rubbing around from, from the, the, from the Olympics um, pre-tournament. Yeah. So there was an incident. We're not aware of the details, but apparently she's been investigated. And chances are she's played her last game for Australia. Who right? is doing the investigation? Basketball That's Australia. Australia. They probably don't want her to play football. Oh, they don't. And what, what pees me off is, if you go back and remember why she pulled out of the team for the Olympics, it was decided medical health. Yeah, it wasn't long after that she was in Nevada or yeah. Las Vegas or wherever. It was, it was, she knew she was gone. Mm. And it makes me cranky because some, a lot of people do struggle with their mental health. And to have it trivialised like that by her, used as an excuse, that's what feeds up a lot of people because that encourages people to go, oh, yeah, sure, mental health. Yeah. And not believe that question it. people yeah. are really struggling with it. I'd suggest that Australian Basketball Association don't want to play. They well, don't. The players, the coach. The, players, yeah. the ex players have come out and said, yeah. We don't want you. She sounds like a pretty cancerous sort of personality. Oh, she's, a, she's a Nick Curios type. She's very outspoken. She's not necessarily, um, from what I can gather, doesn't really assert herself that she could do what the way she could in terms of training. Yeah. So maybe that's why. So Paul Kent. Apology to Russell Crowe. This is posted today. In my column on April 24, I inferred that Russell Crowe betrayed George Pickens for his own financial benefit and that Mr Crowe engaged in a campaign of lies, slander and misinformation against Mr Pickens during the events leading up to his purchase of the Rabbitohs in 2006. <laughs> I now accept that these statements were false and defamatory and should never have been published. The Daily Telegraph and I wish to apologise to Mr Crow for the harm, hurt and distress caused by this column. That's a pretty public flogging. Uh, do you think he might have been um, issued with a writ? Uh, I reckon there'd be a, a slanderous writ. A settlement that's um, quite up with that as well. I agree. Well, that time he got called out for some of the comments he makes which are seemingly questionable. Yeah. It's got to be a history yeah. So, I used to like him a lot better than I do these days. 
Who's he? He's on Fox Sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ken Ariel, three sixty. Bit like, very much Mark Robertson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Robbo had a heart attack, didn't he? He did, yeah. And Robbo, again, I didn't mind Robbo until his personality on 360 seems to grow and the ego Went with grew, grew with it. Yeah. It's a bit like you in this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But mine's warranted. <laughs> well, yeah, our numbers dictate that. Hey, good news for golfers. Oh, yeah, got some more. Yeah, the dunny bean's been overturned. Oh, Pete yeah, okay. Around. We talked about that last yeah, week. Yeah, they're, they're allowed in the indoor area to use the toilet. Oh, well, good for them. When good did they change that rule? Um, they just changed rules. Willy, bloody... Willy, willy nilly. How yeah, the hell would well, you... Lucky they, they, lucky they got someone to put their willy when they need to go to the toilet. It's a willy and shit now, is it? <laughs> What's wrong? Uh... We're talking about toilets, and you're talking about willies and shitting. Shit, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. So, AFL boys, the trade week has started, and, um, well, we thought we might run through the clubs this week, and you guys can do a bit of analysis about whether, I guess, it's a pass or a, or an upgrade, at least, for every club that we analyse here. Can I suggest a trade for Bully Ellington? Suggest a trade? Yes. I want to trade Jeff Kennett <laughs> to Collingwood and we'll pay 100% of the salary. Well, there's a spot going. Yeah. Mark Gordon's on his way out and Jeff Brown's trying to create a coup. Who's Jeff? Jeff, Jeff Brown's a former Channel 9 boss yeah. and he's rallying six other directors to try and make a coup to run for Yeah, yeah. it's been going for a while. You'd reckon he'd be pretty tight with it, wouldn't you think? He is. Yeah. So one media type to another, right? Yeah. Both Channel 9. So Adelaide really um, don't have much, haven't had much happen in terms of players coming in or going out. They lost stage. Jake Kelly. They lost Jake Kelly. He's the only one losses. So, so. Yeah. but they've got picks 4, 23, 37, 59, 63 um, into draft week. Actually, yeah, just get, let's go off that. I haven't got it in front of me, but you can do that if you like. Yeah. That'd be good. There you go, Kel. What do you think? Adelaide Crow, are they going to make a, an improvement on last year, looking at that? So they've voted to 33. To add to 4, 23, yeah. 37, if you like. So you might have a look at what they've got overall, because that's not showing. They can't draft pick 4, 33, 75, 80. <coughs> what do you reckon, Axel? Yeah. Uh, what is it, 50? They've got nine picks. That, that's average. Yeah. They, they haven't chat. They've lost Jake Kelly. They've got nine picks? Yeah. Nine picks? Yeah, I've got four, 23, 37, 59, 63, 33, 42, they 75. Just off the, uh, Unless they traded someone away. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. 23, 23 is gone. They've got four, 44. Yeah. So, I don't know what the price is. That's a loss, surely. Um, they've obviously banked a lot. Uh, you know, in return, at this stage, maybe it's uh, maybe it's early days for them. All right, so we'll say that they're they're, they're on a slow burn. They're they're slow given improvement. Up, they've given up 23, 37, 44 to get in 33, 42, 75. Not much of an upgrade, really. Uh, then they lose Jake Kelly. I don't know whether that's past, but 
Nah, I mean, if you're a rebuilding club, surely you want to get higher. Than you, you'd want to hang on to 23. Yeah. So let's go to Brisbane. Let's have a look at them. So we're on the slow burn. Brisbane uh, haven't, haven't been really moving. They've got, apparently got no room in their salary cap. So they're really hamstrung by anything external to what they can pick up in the draft. Well, can, can a fair bit on Jay last year. So they're, mm. yeah, they're, and they're still a, they're still a crack at it. Yeah, with yeah. the current team. Yeah. They've got 14, 18. So you've got two first-rounders. Yeah. Um, so they're looking at the Geelong's Darcy Ford as a backup option for the Ruckman Oscar. McNerney. Carlton have been the big movers so far. Can, with Brisbane, yeah. any chance Lockie Neal still goes? Yeah. That's the word on the street. Okay. I reckon three up you can get him Yeah. After this Yeah. So talking about Chera, he's gone to Carlton with George Hewitt and Lewis Young. Uh, so Hewitt from Sydney, Chera from Fremantle, Young from Western Bulldogs, and out goes Petrevsky Seaton to West Coast, pick number six to Fremantle and future third round picks to Frio and they currently got 25, 64 and 82. What do you reckon, Kelvin? I can't escape. Oh, I, 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 they're borrowing someone else's salary cap so to add to their own because <laughs> the last couple of years they've bought it. They've, um, Williams, Zach Williams, oh, yeah. Saab, Chera, Hewitt. And tops of Crips being upgraded. Walsh. Walsh. Um, Harry McCoy got yeah. 1.5 Top of what he's already on. Yeah. He's saying Big Jack was gone. <laughs> he does, that's what I thought. So you had your brown paper bag ready, didn't you? Yeah. But no, I reckon Carlton's definitely a win. Plus, to add to they've got a new coach in Michael Boss. They've given up their pick six, but they've got enough first round picks. Um, some of them haven't got to be Paddy Dowers and guys like that. But um, Well, Chera was a pick five in his own right. So I suppose we're not looking at that. So he's a guy that's been Proved himself. Let's get him in now because he can make a difference straight away and give them a, a shot at building in the finals. So, so Axel, it's been eight years since they've made the finals, at least. How? Uh, what's the, the the benchmark for Michael Boss, the new coach? Well, they're saying twelve wins. Twelve wins doesn't get you in. What they have this year? What they have this year? Is it much upgrade for this squad to aim for just three more wins? I think everyone agreed they underperformed they pretty badly this year. So yeah. three is enough? No, I've, I've, the expectation from supporters is always one because it is Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> and Voss, he won't have, whilst he's only new, and, and yes, he's got a three-year contract. Eight Fingers crossed, eight. Well, there you go. So Fingers crossed he gets his... Uh, Apparently, years, but mm. with the list that they've got, expectations are high. Expectations are high, and given the way that they're drafting, like they're drafting seasoned players that can come in and make a difference. They got, and they're drafting out Tresky Seaton. So young guys, isn't it? Well, he's fairly young. He was a big six in his own right. So is this a case um, of getting some uh, more senior players around the young midfield that they've currently got? Uh, Hewitt definitely. Good defensive one, and, and I think it's um, uh, uh, coming towards the end of his career. Um, Kerno, 
midfielder. Um, but he won't play as much time in there in the defensive midfield, so I reckon he'll be in there. Chair is more of a tacky outside mid. So he'll complement Sam Walsh. Um, And then, yeah, I think that now recognise that they, where they go, Williams in, he's not a midfielder. He likes to play on the back. So they'll move him down into the back three. So he was probably not the best recruit for what they wanted him for. So Voss for the money they paid for. For the money they paid. So apparently Voss has made a real impression with the players. I, I saw something on one of the three sixty or one of these trade shows, and they were saying that um, that uh, you know in his first few conversations he's had with players, have been in awe of the way he's been able to speak to them and engage with them right from the start. So that's a good sign. Well, I suppose for him, he's been in the system for a long time. He's been a senior coach before, and then gone back and been at a reasonably successful level. Yeah. Brisbane as a player. And Brisbane as a player under the you know, Matthew. Yeah. So he's a triple premiership captain and Brownlow Nicholas. So yeah. if that doesn't get you um, some tickets with some of the players, your chance, surely. It yeah. helps. It definitely helps, I think. So, no, I think he'll be good and he'll be playing hard. So an upgrade, Kel? Absolutely. I, I, I thought they'd be better than this year. I'm, I'm saying top six for them. Collingwood? So they, they've picked up Nathan Kruger already from Geelong, yeah, as well as a few, uh, quite a few picks. Yeah, um, they, they see how they've traded all, all, all the next year's picks. Yeah, future round, future uh, second, second to third, fourth, for current year picks because they want points. To and they also picked twenty two from Gold Coast of Frio. Apparently, really good. good. Yeah, he, he, they're saying that there's another guy that would go number one. Jason, Jason Allen Francis. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. And then Nick Dacos would be, yeah, pretty much his equal. Where does he play? Is he midfielder? Short midfielder. Sure. I think so. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, and we'll get to the Gold Coast, but they're nearly the opposite of what Collingwood have done. They've actually got rid of all this year's picks except for their first round pick yeah. and loaded up on next year. Yeah, you're right. It's an interesting strategy. Well, it's interesting in that there's very little exposed form for this year's draft mm. because they haven't been playing. Haven't been playing. So, but it's apparently a really good draft to go after. Yeah, it's a really deep draft next year. This, this, this year, this year. No, they did, they're saying after the top four, you've got um, Francis Orn, Dacos, um, Luke Darcy's son. Which two of those will go farther? So, yeah, and they're again compromised draft just like last year's. Um, and then Finn Callan came. Those four, then they reckon you get thrown net over the next fifteen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the other player that might be going to the dogs is uh, sorry Lipinski. to yeah to Collins former Bulldog Lipinski. You mentioned that I think last week. Yeah, they're having trouble getting time in that Bulldogs midfield, so yeah, probably so a good move for him. Yeah. And Kruger's gonna help up front with Cameron and Myacek, hopefully. Upgrade yeah. or not? Well, you know what? It all depends on how good the day is, to be honest. It's a sacrifice. And you're going to sacrifice to the best player in the comp, and you say, well, yeah, they had to do what they did to get him in. You know what's And so how long, though? It wouldn't be straight away. You know what's, no, they're, they're gonna you know what's so funny about this? They reckon North are guaranteed to pick up more fences. Yeah. So they wouldn't have called out Dacos' name. 
Collingwood not traded away their first round pick to GWS last year. They would they would have pick two and three. Oh wow. They would have used pick two on a player mm. and then they would have used their points to match. Wow. There yeah, you there you go. Bad decisions. Essendon uh, have picked up Jake Kelly, as we mentioned, from Adelaide. They've got 11, 51, 56, and 87 picks to come. What do you reckon? They haven't done a lot. They've maybe wanted the involvement. They're a bit, bit, they're a bit um, same territory as Carlton, where they're saying, we've got our young guys, we've got our merits, our parishes. We've started to bring in a few guys um, from other clubs. So they, they were pretty good. They improved a fair bit last year, didn't they, from yeah. the year before? And they're chasing Tyson Stengel, who's had off-field issues. I don't know whether they can win it, but they'll be they'll be on the fringes of the game. Yeah, they'll be like where Carlton is. They've got a good young midfield. Yeah. Next, we've got Frio. Picked up quite a bit here, boys. So are they looking Mundy, further? Mundy's 35. Yeah, yeah. He might not even go around much longer, would he? Well, this year might be his last. I saw someone say that they're perpetually stuck in a rebuild. And that <laughs> draft team's a bit of a rebuild draft team. And they, they actually risk not winning a premiership when they've got the greatest grandma accumulator ever yeah. in their midfield. Yeah. So 6, 8, 19, 22 have probably given quite a few good young players, but... What happens is three, four years' time, they start to increase, then Tom picks them off. So, well, and this is the thing with these clubs, and it's like Victorian clubs getting picked and through Western Australians and vice versa. That's the risk. This mm-hmm. yeah, guy wants to come home. home. Chera wants to come home. Yeah. How often does that happen? Tristan Seaton now wants to go home. Yeah. It just happens all the time. It's, it, what's interesting, though, they never, ever seem to want to go home from a Richmond when they're flying Problem is, 
if, um, if danger fields airport starts to fall away, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're in trouble. Yeah. So they're looking at um, Harfords in Wingard and Bruce from the Hawks, which we'll talk about the Hawks in a minute. But apparently, there's a fire sale going on there. What what are what are Geelong gonna get Bruce or Wingard with when their highest picks thirty? And 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 these guys here, how old's Wingard? Um, 27, 28, yeah, 28, yeah. And Bruce fits the John demographic oh, perfectly. I just don't know, honestly. <laughs> Zimmer friends. For the oldest team in the comp, <laughs> and, and they've been doing this for five years now, I'll, I'll bring Ablett back, and I'll, you know, I'll get Dan, the Royal Dangerfield listener, he was a bit younger. Um, they're they're, they're still on a hold for They keep bringing the guys in to stay up there, the seasoned guys. Mm, they don't if have the anything coming through. the guys aren't getting a go, then they bloody leave. Um, and that's, well, that's what's happened. Quentin Arkell saying I'll stay for one more year, but if I don't get time on the field, I'm going. Yeah. So Smith went there from Hawks oh, last year. How old is he? Um, he'd have to be 33, 34. He's the only He was probably the best player for half the year. Yeah, well, he was a good footballer. I was saying the same way. I don't know. I don't think they can win. That's my... If, if Melbourne, Melbourne and Bulldogs Geelong can't beat Melbourne next year. Not the not playing the same side. No way. Do Richmond bounce back next year? Uh, no, I think they're they're done. They're in I think so. Yeah. So the only Do other player that can't drag them over. I don't believe so. Okay. So the only other player they're talking about is John Segler to back up. I think it's Ruffin. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I just don't know where Geelong go. To be honest. So they're an upgrade think, or not? No. I obviously think. Sons will pick up a number of future picks, a lot of future picks from Collingwood. And they've got Chole from Richmond. They've lost Brody to Fremantle, pick 19, 22, etc., etc. They're left with just one pick, number three. So they're retain, trying to retain their talent, and that's their priority. They're their only priority, actually. And they need, they need to retain them. They've got some good... Yeah. They've got a reasonable... Who was um, a young fellow with a one? The brown home medal, like not Anderson, um, the other, the went one, two, went one. Um, yeah, I know who you mean. He was... Rao. Oh, Rao. But there was the other... No, guy. not Rao. Yeah, there was no. another guy there. Yeah. He, he was just racking them up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Carl, he absolutely destroyed them. Um, so they've, they've actually got a good list, and, and if they can keep those guys together, they'll be on the fringe of the eight, I believe. Yeah, OK. Year. Oh, good. That's yeah. good for them. Is yeah. that... So they, you know, they've locked in some players there, you know, three or four years. They're looking at the future picks, which is probably a good move for them, because they've got a pretty good reasonable group now. It's right. good to see that they haven't. I mean, they've lost Will Brody there, but you know, I think he was struggling with the game anyway. Yeah. So they, yeah, I think that's a good result. They haven't lost anyone. Yeah. Look at what happened in that. So it looks like they they signed some of their marquee players, King and yeah, Koskis. King, you got yeah. GWS, so that's an upgrade, yeah, or at least a well, uh, an improvement. Saying, you know They've got pick three to join, which will make them better. Oh, the, the one thing they, they don't have a lot of experience. Mm. You reckon if, if they could do a bit of what um, Fagan's done with Brisbane, 
One of the hawks. One of the hawks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's still trying to offload all these hawks. Uh, Sam Mitchell. Sam Mitchell would be the guy. Uh, he, he definitely would be a good buy. Maybe you're looking to, uh, well, they've got a sweet new, new there. They have some connection. But um, if you could bring in uh, yeah. Basha Hooli from Richard Tyler. Nah. Yeah. Well, I, I did Richard Tyler too, so just for a bit of experience and yeah. education around the guys. GWS, John, so uh, we're saying that they, it's a good move, but they, and you wouldn't trade number three, would you, in this current draft? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, no, well, you wouldn't what, trade it unless you're going to get gun. Yeah. Sam Mitchell? From what they say, from Hawks, would you trade him? Mitchell? For our coach. No, Which sorry, coach? Tom Mitchell. Uh, uh, actually, probably Sam Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Mitchell, sorry. Tom Mitchell. Yeah, depending nah, on who you've got for, for three, if they say that the top four are standouts, but two of them are father-son, so picks one and two get the, the standouts, and if you can throw a blanket over the rest of them, unless you really, really like one Somebody. particular player. Yeah. Get the Gold Coast with one, or get just Tom Mitchell. They might get it. Three. They might get it. So if they went to Hawthorne and said Tom Mitchell... And we'll have your pick five. I'd go. That's right. You wanted so so. Gold Coast get Tom Mitchell and pick five from the Hawks. They they probably take that. Yeah. Oh, there you go. We heard it first on podcast. Okay. Three grains of might. Hawks are going to trade Tom uh, Mitchell I don't know and I pick number five. I don't think Mitchell's Hawks would be that. I think it's because Sam Mitchell doesn't like the attention taken away with that. Someone with the same surname. Uh, unless unless the horse can get to one or two, then they'd be mad to do it. Yeah. So, who are we up to? GWS. Uh, you might change your place of that third rounder. Uh, Adelaide probably have you done. See, former Hawk has also said they should be asking the question at the top. Yeah, of the Hawks of Ben Tom Mitchell. So, he's coming get, up. Jordan's still he's gone. Over Clarko Weedy. I'm thinking he was going to be offered the captaincy Instead, so, yeah. Is Jeremy Finlayson uh, a big loss to GW from going to Port Adelaide? Is he a big loss for GWS? No, I don't think he played, did he? He's not a good player. He is. Yeah, well, he's he's he, didn't, he didn't play many games, did he? He's sort of on the fringe. Uh, he would have played eight, nine games, maybe. Yeah, he played sort of. So he's a fringe bottom, bottom six or eight. So they got picked number two? No, Finlayson. Oh, in yeah. their yeah. squad? Yeah. 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 So you got pick 2, 13, and 53, 71, 89. So 2 and 13 would be handy unless they trade them, do you think? Yeah, they must just go to bed and pray to God that his column would ever ignite. <laughs> say thank you for that pick too. Yeah. So they, they just need to get the captain. Cornelio. Cornelio needs a good season. And he hasn't played really for a while, has he? No, he's been playing, but not, not very, very well. well. So that, that's where the upside is for them, I think. And they need to keep the other captain on the field, right? Would they contemplate getting rid of Cornelia? They would. I reckon. Would anyone know. take but it? If you, well, you, you, someone, like, someone like the Hawks, who have got salary cap coming out there the years, do you say, oh, we'll take Cornelia's contract off you, but you give us pick 13. So Cornelia and Future 
future fifth round. <laughs> no. No, no, but, but what that does is create salary cap space for GWS to bring in a Rory Lobb or Canelio. He maybe needs a change. Yeah, it's normally what happens right, when yeah. the form drops away, you go, could be good then. This bloke probably needs a change. Yeah, come and play with his best mate. It's hard to, to strip the captaincy off him. He's the captain of the club, so yeah. So there, maybe it's easier to trade. Him. So in the next year, unless they trade their picks, they're probably going to be similar to where they are unless they get better output from one or two players. Well, yeah, I don't think anyone's taking on Canelio at the moment. No, they're saying Rory can accept his right. highly unlikely that Captain Stephen Canelio will do. Is it likely he's got an injury or something like that that's held him back, or is it confidence? Is it confidence. age? No, How old is he? Confidence. No, yeah. He's late 20. Yeah. You're right. Best yeah. mates with that mirror. So the Hawks apparently during the week, pre- oh, here you go, President Kennedy lit the fuse on Thursday when in a letter to members he suggested uh, that everybody might be surprised at some of the decisions made. And other people were talking about everybody over the age of 26 that's on the Hawks roster is up for grabs and being chopped around. Sounds like a rebuild to me. Well, it is, but Kenneth saw what happened with Collingwood last year. And he's basically gone out and done the, the same thing. Apparently, Tom Mitchell was really keen to leave early in the year. Yeah, wasn't happy at all. Late in the season, completely changed his mind. Wingard, from all reports, is happy where he is. Amira, they're talking about as a future potential captain. Gunston didn't play all, all year and was pretty peeved at Clarko getting the shove, but I don't know what you're going to get for Jack Gunston. So, so where he, he's talked about going to, was it um, Port Adelaide? It'd be handy for someone Gunston, I reckon, that needed the finishing touch. Yeah. I think I heard Port Adelaide. Yeah. Yeah, Port, probably, yeah. Port Adelaide, he's over 30, so he'd suit Geelong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they've got enough Geelong. So they've got picks 5, 21 and 24, 59, 65, 81. If you and they've just lost O'Brien. Do you remember that? Yeah, if I was thinking of O'Brien. He'd fit well there. Yeah, Timmy has a big loss. 100 games with the Hawks and he's 97. 97 what? So if he fathers the next man's bank on. Well, nearly why did they get rid of him? Yeah. He's been Timmy almost. I like him. He's honest. He's good. Yeah. Um, took Mark Hill well. He was in top three marks a year this year, but he just can't stick him. If, that's the only thing. He's a good kid. Works hard. Plays both ends of the ground. I'll... So, Axel, where do they sit? Are they... Uh, are they can't play. They haven't done it to them yet. Yeah. So unless they trade some of these players, they're just going to be... They're going to be exactly where they are. Yeah, they floundering. Five, 21. Not floundering because they can come out and they can cause upsets because they've still got a really good side. The midfield... So they're not going to make the eight, are they? No. Some weeks I watch them play, I'm like, God, where's this been? Another week the season. Shit, they're getting beaten by the bottom side. Oh, that's right, Clarkson. That's the last few games. Drew, Drew with Richmond beat. You have a look at who they beat last year. Bulldogs, Drew with Melbourne. Yeah, they would have been frustrating following this year. Oh, especially the way they finished the year. Was, all, all the finish of the year did was pinch your bloody top two <laughs> draft pick. Um, that's right. But they've still got um, the Blonde Prince uh, Sicily to come back in. And 
constant to come back in. So that, that would make it fairly annoying. It's hard to know where they're at. Yeah. I don't know whether they can. I don't believe they can flag with the side that they've got. Um, they've got obviously five. It's hard to. I can, I can see why they're saying, "Hey, let's let's go back to the draft." Yeah, the, these older blokes. So they can sort of see where they're at. Yeah, they actually need to go to the draft again next year too, because they know I'll be five and maybe one of that twenty. Risk of moving, you couldn't move with a boat. You can't. And for Kenneth to come out and suggest, like, what happens now? If now there's been talk about Mitchell William coaches and gauging interest, so if you're on any one of those four players, so one of the knocks doesn't want him. One of the knocks on him though is that he gets a lot of possessions, but he doesn't do much with it though. Tom Mitchell, yeah, Mitchell gets a lot of the ball. I mean, that's. But the game, the style of games change, as they're saying. So gathering um, possessions aren't necessarily the key anymore. It's the disposal. Yeah, well, if you can get the ball and distribute to someone that can bloody well get it. That's, 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 that, that's Mitchell had. He missed. He played. This is his last game. He missed when he left the Hawthorne broken leg. Beautiful. Yeah, 18. He brought home medalist. He had top four. But he had people like Isaac Smith to feed it out to. That's what he needs. He can get the ball in the middle. He's a ball magnet. Yeah, just don't just find the ball. Yeah, handball to us. Be out, outside. So Wingard would be the guy I'd probably be on out of that group. Yeah, yeah. So I think he, he can go for some games. He's, he, can, he can pop up and be magical. So he, yeah, he was good. He's, he's a guy who could finish off a premiership contender as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, we'll say that the... Where they are, they, if they they might need to move a few of those players, on, or one of those players at least, to make it an improvement. But they they're, no, not, they're not worse off. And how much are they going to pay for them? Because mm. you don't feel for the rolling. So this is a Melbourne who obviously won uh, the grand final this year. They picked up Luke Dunstan from St Kilda, pick seventeen, pick thirty seven, and pick forty nine from Western Bulldogs, Adelaide, and St Kilda respectively. And only lost a few um, picks and a future first rounder, which would be interesting. Probably pick 18 anyway. Yeah, so 17, 18, the yeah. way they're dominating at the moment. So they've also got 17, 37, 49, 57 and 94 to come. Dunson looks like a good inclusion. Um, and he may not even get a run. They're that strong, but they'll give it, he'll give them some insurance and depth. So they've had, this looks like an improvement for... Well, well they've gone draft, I think, and they're going to bring in some kids now. They've got, they, they haven't got too many older players on there. Jones is retired now. Jones is retired. So I, I think they're just, you know, you know, if you look at their average age group, it's probably in the mid-20s, and they're, they're going to be a good side. For another three or four. Four or five. Years. They could dominate like Richmond, right? They bring in some kids now and put them with them in the group. And, yeah, they're a bloody good spot. They're not going to have to do what both Richmond and Hawthorne did and draft in. Like Hawthorne drafted in Gibson. Richmond brought in, they brought in a couple, um, Dan Curtis, Lynch, um, but Melbourne, they, can they don't need anyone. This is exactly the position the Bulldogs were in five years ago and then didn't get, got over complacent and didn't get back up there for another five years yeah. to have another tilt at it. Yeah. Hopefully these guys can like, sort of barring injuries, stay up there. Barring significant injuries, Melbourne are going to be there again. 
Yep. So this sounds and like an upgrade. Want yeah. a good backup ruckman there for Big Maxi because he's pretty keen, but they haven't got him yet. Um, who, who's your... Yeah, well, Luke, um, yeah Jackson. Yeah. Basketball. Yeah. He was great for him. Yeah. In the grand final. And Ben Finals Brown, I mean, general. he was a good recruit for them. Yeah. If you look at what he did in that grand final, he was... He might have one or two more years left in him. Oh, he's not the ultimate. No, no I'll, I'll say he was one of the players I was really pleased for. Yeah. But he's a vegetarian. He's also is that why he feels so? He's also Tasmanian. So, <laughs> uh, so they're good upgrade. North Melbourne uh, picked up Callum uh, Coleman Jones from Richmond, plus a few picks. They've lost Robbie Tarrant uh, and a couple of picks, but they got one pick one to come and pick 20, 42, 47, 72, 77. So this looks like a pretty good um, draft so far, or trade so far. There's not much, not much there. Yeah, Taron, one in, one out. Yeah, yeah. Coleman Jones will be so, all right for him. Um, and Fairfix really haven't changed. I don't know whether they're going to jump up the ladder this day. But the same Coleman Jones, I just read that there, but I did hear this the other night, that he uh, has a lot of good upside, but he just couldn't get it happening at Richmond regularly enough, like he couldn't get a Aggie, where he will get the opportunity to North Melbourne. Really? Yeah. Playing for Goldstone. Well, they're saying play with. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's the same as last year. They need to improve the field a bit. So pick one will help, obviously. Yep. But yeah. um, so slight upgrade. You can see them moving off the ball. Port Adelaide. Yeah, Port's will be number one. There's a chance you wouldn't know with the blockbacks or something. You just <laughs> don't know where the holes are. Whether they're uh, in the south, north. So as we mentioned earlier, they picked up Jeremy Finlayson. They've lost a future third round. They've got nothing much really happening there, to be honest. Is it? They'll be uh, if, if he makes the top. Mm. Mason makes the top ruck of the forward line. He might complement Gibson. Um, but yeah, they. So they've lost Laddams. Laddams, I reckon. Off yeah, the so. Swans. And yes. after Amira. Talk that horse. Trying to get rid of Segler. They're saying Laddams is uh, chasing a premiership that's related to someone like the Swans. Uh, yeah, I've heard that he's on the way with him mm. at the club. Really? So yeah, Porter probably got... Barbie boy. I don't know, they got... Small window. Yeah. I mean, Robbie Gray and Travis Buckingham are probably two of the best players. Two of yeah. the top three good players. How old is Dixon? Busted there at times though yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, Porter, yeah, they'd be really disappointed if they got players like they did in that Melbourne final. Mm. Dogs, yeah, and badly. That was disastrous to go at, at their home final. They were playing <laughs> That's the right. first quarter. I think it was 30 to nil yeah. um, within 10 minutes. So they're also looking at Sam Powell Pepper from the West Coast, but it looks like he's going to stay there. Um, Offloading. So oh, look, Amira's 33. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Oaks, he's been sacred for them for a long time. Um, Robbie Gray. Amira could be a good pickup. 
Mentioned earlier, picked up Robbie Tarrant. Uh, they've also got some free agency conversation there. Pick 38, which is interesting. Where'd they get that from? Oh, that was Charles, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Which. So, how does that work, Charles? AFL, a bit like the secret herbs and spices, have got this big uh, bucket with numbers in it, and they poke your hand in, and you might get a number or it might be a blank. So that's the magic formula. That's, that's how it works for compensation. <laughs> so uh, they've lost Chole and Colin Jones, as we just mentioned. They've also they've also let Hooley go. Oh, he's retired. And, and Asprey, yeah. which oh, I, I reckon I missed those two. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see that you asked the question before about the can they have another crack at it. I don't know. Well, look, and look at what they've got on the table there. They've got six Quite a few picks in the top. 40, um, that seems to suggest that they need to rebuild. Well, not total rebuild, mm. but yeah, I can't, I can't see Richmond not going over the to be honest. No. They're still reliant on Rewald up forward. They're still reliant he must on be on two, isn't he? Yeah, Cotchins. Cotchins. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, coming. he's played pretty hard. Like he hasn't had a change in role. A lot of miles. A bit of battering there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For him yep. as well. Um, he's only the same as years you can get. Yeah. So, yeah. And so in, I was saying Rewald's getting on a bit. And it's so in that age now. They miss Dustin. He's yeah. got to be out there. He's yeah. absolute peak for them to win those close games because he's their extra. But they do yeah. have talent that could, could do that rally around him. Dusty would be, I reckon, going on 27. They've still got some good football. Yeah. They yeah, just yeah. need some good midfielders around them. Definitely. Well, they've got some players. Um, will Tarrant add anything to that? Oh, he'll go somewhere down back. Yeah, he'll yeah, help back, defense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've always had a strong back line. They'll build on, yeah. So St Kilda, they, we mentioned earlier, they lost Dunstan, and they've just picked up six, uh, a few extra picks. 
um, not nothing really to throw throw into that. And they've only got really picked nine in the early first round. The rest is real later rounds. So they're not really going to improve that much, are they? No, they had a bad start to the year. They came back late. Um, but I look at a few of the recruits that they had brought in over the last two or three years. Canterbury. Oh, yeah. Canterbury uh, was a disaster for Adelaide. Here's the two brothers at Adelaide that played and they got cooed. really worked out. They brought the seasoned players in to, to play with the kids. Um, they got Big King up forward, who's really good. Um, who's the guy they got from Collingwood? They got someone from Collingwood, didn't they? Yeah, everyone got someone from Collingwood. Yeah, so they... I don't know where they're at, to be honest. Well, those players that they have picked up in previous years, wouldn't they just stand up big time for them to get better? He's done, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but everyone else will have to really improve. Which is it? Yeah, because they, they look so good. We last picked them. Year. We all picked them in the top four. If you right recall, at the start of the season. Well, that is thirty. It's thirty. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they were only a kick out of the preliminary final. That's what I thought. They've got some good kids. They should be up there. They've still got a good side. So they might be okay. Yeah. But they're not going to get it from this um, from the draft. They're not going to get it from the draft. I think they're going to have to come from internal. Mm. Definitely. Yep. So we go to Swannies, I think, are next. Swannies. So they got a free agency compensation pick 39 because they lost George Hewitt to Carl. So they got 39 for George Hewitt. So Kilda get no one for Dunstan and Hawthorne get no one for Tim O'Brien. That sounds fair. That's because Sydney are based in Sydney and you guys are in Victoria. Yeah, you've got a four-year contract. <laughs> yeah, you're a good one. Yeah, okay. So, as they wouldn't have wanted to lose him, but they have some great kids. We are, we all get kicking out. Yeah. Jeez, they just keep fucking yeah, fighting. Yeah, yeah. all, all the sides in the AFL, they have the best academy. And if they bring in Laddams to, to help Tom Hickey, who's 31, but had a great year this year, they could be all right. They're, they're, they're the only ones that get special access to their academy, though. Well, they get... So they get everything north of the bridge now. GWS is everything south of the bridge. Yeah. So this area around here is all GWS, but everything north is the Swannies. And there's a lot of football being played around those areas. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I remember driving from, I think I might say this on a previous podcast, driving from the NRL game in Sydney, I might have been work from Sydney, driving home one day on a weekend, and the amount of red and white jerseys and scarves yeah. and all that at the various stops on the way was enormous. Yeah. Wouldn't have seen that 20 years ago. Purely because of that. It's hard to see that they will ever play. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. So the access to the academies that no one else has, they still retain that. I believe so. I yeah. thought I read because the NGA academies they've now trashed that, and if they go in the top twenty, which they're talking about, Mac Andrews going, um, I forget who he's going to, but if they're bid on the top twenty, you can't match. Whereas last year, um, the number one draft pick was a. 
maybe it's not James Rivett, maybe um, Eddie McGuire was still putting up the fight to get it to change, because he was always against it, wasn't he? The, the Sydney advantage, yeah. 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 You, get, you get why they're doing it, though, because they're trying to win over the hearts of New South Wales and Queensland. So they lose Hewitt and then Naismith is facing some time on the sideline for his ACL. So, or well, third ACL, so they're not going to get much out of him. So they might drop a little bit. Laddams might help them. But I think they'll be they'll be on the approve. I really do. Obviously. So West Coast Eagles, they've got Petreski Seaton from Carlton, as we mentioned earlier. They're only really lost to the small pick. They've got 10, 29, 35, and 68. Picks. What do you reckon? Oh, I get Willie Rioli back. We mentioned him earlier today. Willie Rasta Rioli. Rasta. Rasta. What are you talking about? He gave the. Yeah, it was swapping bottles, wasn't it? Rasta. No, it was, it was marijuana use. He didn't uh, deserve to. So what about the, the West Coast? They, I don't think they're going backwards. I don't think they're going backwards. They're a ways off. Wow. They, that was a very disappointing They've got an ageing list. They've got an ageing list. Ageing list and not many picks. I think Earlis uh, is 10. And Petreski Seaton, he wants to play for midfield. He's got his wheels in the game. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Right. And they're saying he thought he's better suited to forward. Well, he is. But you can't keep the ball over 40 feet. He uses the ball well. He uses the ball very well. That's why he's not too bad at home. That's when Carl's would have said, hey, this kid might make a good midfielder. Yeah, no. Nah, didn't build the tank. No, nah, didn't build the tank. And, and that was is, part is that, of the problem off half back as well, because you've got to have a tank on half back. Yeah, at least that. Run up to yeah. back. And, yeah, so I, is that a uh, work off the field attitude? Does he have the uh, have the ability to do it? Is the question. Anyway, so I don't think I can see them. Not much more Yeah, even with Rio, Willie Real coming back. So okay, next one will be I think the Dogs. Yeah. yeah. So they picked up Tim O'Brien from the Hawks, pick twenty three from Adelaide, pick forty four from Adelaide, pick forty five from Melbourne, pick fifty two from West Coast. They lose Lewis Young to Carlton, pick seventeen to Melbourne, pick seventy five to Adelaide. They keep only 23, 44, 45, 52, 93. So they're pretty much banking on their existing list. They may lose Lipinski, as we mentioned earlier, to Collingwood. And we'll just have to wait and see on the rest. They'll still be up there. 
Kim O'Brien never clicks for him, which Paul Tom been waiting for nine years for it to, <laughs> to click. And as I say, three more games for us would have been handy for the father-son just down the track. Yeah. And I, I, I like he, he plays the game in the right spirit. It, it, it would have made him a life member, which would have been pretty cool. But if he clicks, he could be a superstar for them. So they'll be there or thereabouts. So no, they won't be going backwards. They'll be only going forward. You would imagine, and they'll be very, very determined. Teams are good generation. They'll be an interesting team if they if COVID thing settles down and they don't have to travel as much because they did have to travel a lot before that grand final. Yeah, they could have easily yeah, ten thousand K's in the three weeks before. Yeah, yeah. So that's a bit of a wrap, boys, in this early trade slash draft period. So look forward to future updates as we continue our podcast. Sounds good. Interesting. A lot got done in the first week. It normally all happens at five minutes to midnight yeah. on trade deadline day. But got them all done early. Yeah. I don't know that there's any big ones sitting out there still. There's the Jordan Clark one that they're haggling over. But long. Yeah. So we're not going to have any bets. We've <laughs> got no money. Oh, we have 45 bucks. I think. Oh, do we? Yeah. yeah. But um, we will hold that for another time, and we're going to give this a wrap because it's been like an hour and a half. <laughs> anyway, till next week. Enjoy the weekend. See Thanks, you guys. Thanks for listening to Three Grams in a Mike podcast. Don't forget to connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 